Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Town Show. I'm Coach Andrew with Coach Amanda and Coach Mo. And today we're gonna to be talking about what a perfect week of beach fit looks like. And it's really gonna be a discussion on programming and how we see it and give you guys a little insight into how programming works from our end so you can kind of get a little bit more understanding, understand the why behind what you're doing each day. So um, Amanda, can you talk a little bit about just our process, like kind of the aerial view of like, how do we figure out what's gonna come up next week? Yeah, so it starts off with me kind of looking at the last couple weeks, um, some past workouts we've done. I put together a lovely programming of Monday through Sunday, and then I bring it to these two lovely humans here, um, and they help me break it down even further to make sure we meet every Tuesday. Um, those of you that come to Beach Fit on Tuesdays, I'm sure you've seen us a bunch outside, um, but we come in and we, we go through it day by day, make sure that all the time caps are where they should be, all the stimuluses are what they should be, making sure we're not overusing any kind of movement pattern um, or like, you know, maybe I doubled up a movement by accident. I just missed it. They're my, they're my second and third set of eyes to make sure that, you know, what I, what we're giving you guys is what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. So how do you get that first? So every Tuesday we're programming or we're finalizing the whole next week's of workouts. How do you get to Tuesday? What does that process look like for you? You said you kind of look at previous weeks, like what are you looking for? And then how long does it take you to get it down? So usually it will start out with, um, a certain workout or a certain feel that I'm looking for for that week. So maybe we were like super squat heavy the week before I might push to more of like a hinge heavy type week. Um, but I'll basically look through, look through some old workouts, kind of get some ideas. And then, um, I was actually joking with both of them before this, a lot of times I'll, I'll be sleeping and wake up in the middle of the night and put like a note in my phone of something that seems like a really cool movement or a really cool workout that I'd like to do. Um, I'm on Instagram a lot. I watch a lot of different people, different programming styles, um, different movement patterns. Um, I do some different research. I try out stuff just to kind of see if I'm crazy when I think of it. Um, and then I go through and I kind of build the week based off of what a good fit would be based on the prior week. So I wouldn't want two weeks to look exactly the same. So I'm gonna kind of hit those opposite sides of that with different different movement patterns, different stimuluses, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember when I was in your spot, um, now I'm more on the critiquing side and mm -hmm. giving giving feedback and sometimes adding creative ideas, but I'd say more on like the critical side than the creative side of it. I always would get ideas when I was working out or yep. coaching in a class where I'd be like, okay, this is really cool, but what if we did this, this, and this instead in like a similar but different yep. type of way? And it was just like you said, like if I didn't get it down after that workout, <laughs> That idea was gone forever <laughs> yep. into the abyss. Yep. Um, but it, it's cool. I, I think that's why one of the reasons why we're so big on like our coaches, coaching classes, being in classes as athletes, mm -hmm. because a lot of those creative ideas, a lot of the best feedback comes from being in a class and doing it yourself. Um, cool. So let's kind of flip to Tuesday morning. Yep. Mo's been new on the, the process. <laughs> She's been added here for about a month and a half now, I think. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the first things that you've, you notice when you see a week from Amanda or you're looking for when you, you see a week now yeah. in that meeting? I really like how she is super honest. Like I totally miss this. I need feedback here. Um, so we, I guess more on the critical side of I definitely look for, um, probably because I care about this a lot from past experiences, but <laughs> are we squatting like three days in a row? Like that's a big, 
um, no-no, obviously, but those are the kind of things I look like, I look at, like she said, um, too many burpees, we talked about that last week, um, but also just coming with a solution instead of just like, uh, I don't like this, but there's a really good, like, creative brainstorm that we want to find a solution and not just like say, hey, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of hard work, but it definitely, you need some of that feedback. Yeah. I mean, I spend a lot of time on it in general and I like, it's kind of like when you, when you're looking for something and you're looking for it over and over, you tend to kind of miss it or you overlook it or whatever. So, you know, I'll spend a couple hours on programming and as soon as I bring it to them, it's nice for for them to look at it and be like, oh, did you see this? What if we do this instead? And it's like, yes, that's perfect. Like, that's more what I was looking for. It's just, you know, at some point it kind of just shuts off. And so having that extra set of eyes find it is amazing. Yeah, Mo always says, this isn't enough burpees. <laughs> I know, except last time she was like, this might be too many burpees. I was if all Mo for it. it. That's when we know we're in trouble. Yeah, if Mo says there's too many burpees, then there's probably too many burpees. So we can't squat three days in a row, but we can do burpees three days in a row. I think Mo would make us do burpees like six days in a row, plus in warm up. Sorry. Yeah, our process on that Tuesday, at least the way I, I always kind of see it flowing, is that we start with kind of the aerial view of the week, like what is the most glaring thing? And then we go in each of those days. And when we get to each of those days, we're really drilling down. Like I'm thinking like, I'm like trying to picture myself in the gym, taking that class. What does that workout feel like? How long does it take to do the 15 ball slams and the 500 meter row, like how long would it take in that setting when you're doing it and really try to like, it takes a while for us to like really like visualize ourselves in each of those days. And that's, I think where a lot of the magic of the details happens because a lot of people, what, what I've seen with being on the coaching programming side, a lot of people will throw a workout down that looks good, but then when you really break it down point by point, the time it's gonna take, how it's gonna feel, how one movement's gonna affect another. You're like, oh, that's not gonna be a fun workout or that's not gonna work at all. <laughs> and we still mess things up like that, but it, it really takes that like being uh, just um, involved and, and um, I'm trying to think like immersed in that day, like yeah. feeling immersed in that day versus just like, oh yeah, it looks like a good week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of based off of what you said, like. For them, I present the whole week, like Monday through Sunday, I give them the whole aerial view of it. And then I point out what I think might be an issue on the week. And then they look for like anything major right off the bat. That's like, whoa, this is not like, this isn't gonna work. And then from there we go day by day by day and we make sure that nothing interferes with each other, that the, like he said, the workout is exactly what it's supposed to feel like, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And I think that's that's been the cool part is like, it's, it's not a 10 minute meeting, that's for, <laughs> that's for darn sure. And picturing yourself also like in the space definitely helps because yep. I do a lot of the closing. Staging. So yeah. staging. And so being in these um, 10 by 10 squares, you have to think of, okay, what could we use twice? What mm -hmm. could we avoid shuffling around and trying to give them enough space to where they're not crowded like having three machines, you know, in one box, but also like last week we, we kind of talked about, could we potentially take this extra dumbbell out and just let them do this movement with a kettlebell that they're already using. Mm -hmm. And so being kind of flexible in that, but looking for the little things to where it's not just a mess in here and you have all the equipment out. Yeah. 
Cool. So let's talk about some of the bigger components that mm -hmm. like make up a week, make up a day and what we're sort of like trying to balance out. Right. So we're looking for variation with our workouts um, on each day, but then we're also looking for like balance at the mm -hmm. same time over the course of a week, a month, a year. So like you said, if we have a squat heavy week or we have a week that just really destroys people, how can we balance it out and make sure the next week isn't that and it's something to kind of counterbalance that so I, I think probably the most important thing is time domains like that's the first thing that we have to balance and make sure that not everything is um you know the same 25 minute workout or i think in beach fit sometimes too we can get too short because we really like those beach fits to be longer aerobic sweaty mm -hmm. have a lot of that breathing element and we got to pay attention okay do we have too many short days is there too much downtime too much rest yep. what are some other things that you guys look at first or you think are really like main priorities as far as like balancing a week balancing a week um i mean the, the time domain is huge like typically we're in that 18 to 24 minute time frame for beach fit like on a working spectrum um but we've kind of looked at adding in hey let's do a longer like 30 minute cardio day and yeah. kind of push that feel and then we've also taken it back and been like all right let's do let's do a really quick sprint day and give that the total opposite feel where it's like hey i really want you to give everything everything you have today and you know sell out we're going to give you rest at the the end of that but it is going to be a shorter day and kind of balance i mean those are two really polar opposite examples of balance but it is that same feel of like you know if again if you come in and you're dying every single day something's wrong like it should be hey this was really hard this was really hard this was a great day to move around i got to you know lift focus on strength focus on quality and then maybe i hit it hard again tomorrow it shouldn't always be seven days of absolute like lie on the floor death everything hurts like can't move the next day kind of feel that's just not you know mm -hmm. part of stimulus i guess and having like that option of, okay, a random Thursday, this could be your recovery day, mm -hmm. but if it's your first workout of the week, there are ways to make this still really challenging. So yeah. it's giving people a competitive break um, every other day or so, but also still making it quality. Like you said, yeah. focus on just a different stimulus, focus on strength here, and then tomorrow we'll go crazy or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you had touched on it earlier, like we don't want to squat three days in a row. And essentially what we're looking at there is like, what are the movement patterns that we're mm -hmm. hitting and how much are we hitting in that? So like the key movement patterns that we look at is a squat, a hinge, an upper body push, an upper body pull, mm -hmm. um, some type of core movement, some type of cardio movement. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how we basically group things. So right. like in our minds, a like even though a deadlift and a kettlebell swing are completely different movements, we would both categorize those movements as a lower body hinge movement. So like it's not, we won't not do deadlifts and kettlebell swings back to back, but we wouldn't do a high volume of deadlifts into a high volume of mm -hmm. kettlebell swings knowing how those movements would affect each other. So um, the one, I guess one big difference with BeachFit versus like FTX is BeachFit tends to have more of a mix in each day. So we yep. like to have a good full body mix. There tends to be more movements per day. So four, five, six movements a day versus like commonly in FTX, it's more of a three movement focus um, with one or two of those really being the primary focus. It's, it's all centered around the clean today in FTX. Whereas in BeachFit, it's centered around the deadlift and the bike and the push-ups. not any one is kind of the standout movement. It's more of a balance of the yeah. three. So that allows us to 
go into the next day knowing we didn't beat anything up too bad and we could hit some kettlebell swings the next day as long as it's not going crazy right. on kettlebell swings the next day. Right. And definitely balancing out like that. We can press like so often, but like balancing out that upper body pull, sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like we need that just a little bit more. And if we only had it at the beginning of the week, it's a good right. like replacement of burpees, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you think about like, it, we're not saying, you know, we don't want to squat twice in a week. We probably don't want to squat two days in a row, but maybe one of our squat focus is a wall ball, which is still a squat focus. And the other one was maybe some sort of like back squat or front squat, something that's a totally different style feel um, where one's going to be heavier, maybe lower volume. The other one might be lighter, it might be air squat, higher volume. Um, so having those two in a week's okay. We just have to make sure that they're, you know, far enough apart and it's not, it's not a back to back, like a million rep feeling. Yeah. The one, uh, another thing I pay attention to with that is, is bilateral versus unilateral. Yep. Is it a double leg versus a single leg? And I think we're pretty good about this with squatting, especially is like, mm -hmm. if we've had the wall ball in the week, which is a double leg bilateral squat, usually you're going to see a step up or a lunge, mm -hmm. something single leg or a split squat that's going to allow us to focus on one leg or the other. Cause we've yep. noticed that's, I mean, one of the biggest areas of improvement for people is they have a weaker side, whether that's from injury, just being a righty versus a lefty. And one of the best ways to get stronger, prevent injuries is to work on that weaker side. And that happens with those unilateral movements. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about strength days. You guys mentioned it. Mm -hmm. How often should we expect to see in a perfect week of beach fit, some sort of strength component? Um, I'd say one to two times a week, max. Um, Sometimes it'll be a completely separate style strength. And sometimes that strength will be built into an EMOM or built into an AMRAP where it's, hey, yes, this is an AMRAP, but I do want you to build to a heavier style strict press. Um, that being said, we typically don't do any kind of strength that doesn't have a tempo attached. Hmm. So there's always like a 2-0 X1 or a 3-0 X1 tempo where it's all about control and that time under tension. Um, so it's not a rushed, strength movement or going for a one rep max necessarily usually it's some sort of rep range it's like a four to six it's a six to eight something of that nature yeah um yeah i, lo I love how we've incorporated strength I, I think you do a great job with that amanda and um i think the key word for people is when you see that word build that's a good sign that it's a strength focus because mm -hmm. we have you know sometimes it's a two-part day where we're building in the first part but sometimes it's just like an imam where there's one of the movements or two of the movements where we're saying build, and that's a good sign that it's more of a strength focused day. Mm -hmm. um, another thing you could look at too is the work to rest ratio. If there's yeah. more rest built in, there's more downtime, usually that's a good sign that in order for you to, the stimulus of the day to feel like you got a good workout, you're gonna have to challenge the weight. Yep. Um, and I think we have a good balance with, with Beachhead of being a good cardio aerobic focused program, but you need the strength training. The strength training is often the missing link for Absolutely. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, what about complexity in beach fit versus FTX? How do you think about like the complexity of the movements? Um, they're definitely simpler. I would say like, we're not obviously using a barbell. We have similar style movements like our hand clean and press, um, is similar to, you know, a barbell clean and jerk. Um, however, it's, it's a lot easier to teach right off the bat. Um, it's a little bit easier to go through the movement pattern of it as well, because you're not trying to, to manipulate a, un, how would you even say that? 
something that doesn't manipulate. Okay, yeah. so you, you know you can't bend a bar, you can't do different things, but when you go to a dumbbell, you can now kind of really go through that movement pattern and make it a little bit better. So as far as like complexity goes, like we're not doing muscle ups, we're not. Everything is a strict focus, which is really the base that you need to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it could be a stepping stone to yeah. more of those complex movements. Yeah. But um, you know, for some people, it's enough complexity; they don't need any more. We have plenty of people that that did yeah. CrossFit in the past, that did the more complex stuff, mm -hmm. that really enjoy. I mean, it's hard to call everything we do in simple because we do clean and press and right. deep ball cleans, and you know, even strict pull ups have the complexity of the full body having right. to be engaged. Um, but yeah, it can also be a stepping stone to those more complex mm -hmm. movements, which are really just a combination of many simple movements right. and a complex movement. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, you mentioned time under tension, tempos, isometric holds being a big element of that. So I just wanted to highlight that again. Um, I think that's really it in terms of how we look at a mm -hmm. week. Actually, one thing is benchmarks. We always have yeah. one, or we try to have one benchmark a week. Sometimes we'll have two in a week and yeah. then zero the next week. But generally we're trying to have one day that isn't just constantly varied. It's a repeat so you can yeah. retest your progress over time. Yeah, I definitely, I love the repeat workouts. The reason I try, or like we try and get one in every week is I, I wanna see your progress. I wanna see, okay, a year ago, perfect example of this, a year ago, X person did um, the same workout we did today at 20 pounds on a hand clean and press and was ready to come in and do 20 pounds again. It's been a year, she's been here consistently changed the weight out. She actually crushed her score with the heavier weight. So that shows me, okay, what we're doing programming wise is it's on target. Like you're getting faster. You're, you know, you're able to move heavier weight better. Um, you know, maybe you're not getting time capped as often, or like you're just able to hit a different stimulus. And I think that's such a big part of it is we want to make sure that as we're going through those repeats, we're, I mean, we're all on trigger wad looking at scores, looking at, okay, what weight were they doing last time? What weight did they do this time? Um, did they get better? Did, you know, if, if we miss the mark somewhere, how can we make sure that we hit that mark the next time? Um, so yeah. 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 It keeps people engaged like in the yeah. long-term process as well. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm not just here for three months. I want to think of where I can be in a year yeah. and get as many benchmarks as you can so and true. log everything that you can just so that you can see yeah. I am getting fitter. Yeah. Those, those progress reports are great. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Um, two little things that kind of got mentioned, but staging and lesson planning is another two big things that we have to look at when planning the week. And it's funny because our framework on staging has completely changed <laughs> yeah. with COVID, yeah. but it's still the same type of effort and mm -hmm. thought process that we're putting into it. But before, especially in Beachfit, it was often a lot of um, different, um, just like areas of the room, right? You had like one section of the room that was for sit-ups, another section was your row section, and you'd have these little uh, areas of the room that you'd move through, and now you're in your box and you have your own piece of equipment so we just have to make sure, okay, does it work from a staging perspective? Do we have enough for everybody in mm -hmm. when we're doing this? And, um, and then from the lesson planning side, it's, it's okay, can we fit all this in in a day? And if we do have like probably the most common one would be like a two-part day, are those movements really simple where we can have a two-part day and not worry about going over our lesson plan and, and going over the hour? Or is it very complex stuff and, and we're gonna go over and now where can we simplify stuff or where can we shorten something right. to make sure we have enough time for it. 
Um, let's talk about like what is a what is a prototypical perfect beach fit day. Like what if you could put the essence of beach fit into a single day? We've talked about more the week, yeah. But like a single day, and you don't have to maybe give us an exact workout, but like what are some of the elements? of a perfect day some core some cardio and some sort of like lifting movement bar or not barbell sorry dumbbell <laughs> i was gonna say dumbbell or d-ball but obviously that came out weird um but yeah having some sort of like cardio piece to it we do um we do that often having some sort of core element which we do a lot of in here and then adding in that dumbbell or the pull-ups or some other element to that that makes that that full body feeling yeah and usually there's like a body weight component too yep. as well like so the, the dumbbell could be a dumbbell snatch, the cardio yeah. could be a bike, the core could be a plank or a mm -hmm. dead bug, and then you might have like a burpee or a box jump yeah. or a, a sit up, which would be another core movement. There's gonna be some overlap in these different things or a wall ball, which would be another strength movement, but it's, it's kind of a different feel. So generally it's more in that like four to five exercises. Mm -hmm. So you're not like, you know, for those people that have done more FTX or CrossFit style, they know the couplets are some of the most miserable workouts where you're just going so back true. and forth between two exercises. So having that variety can actually keep your intensity level high mm -hmm. for a longer period of time and it can allow you to just be more engaged and more fun for you. Yeah. Um, anything else that makes a perfect day? Mm. Something single arm or single leg. Yes. That's what yeah. I really love about yeah. Fit is because it's overlooked and you're just always like squatting on two feet, but having that as your focus, like you said, at least one side is resting so you can stay fresh as well. So mm -hmm. it can monitor your intensity as well. Did you mention time domain? Uh, I did it earlier, 18 okay. to 24 minutes was yeah. that, that sweet spot. Um, again, having, you know, a couple times of like the shorter workout and then a couple times of the longer workout are gonna be that sweet mix. But for the most part, it's 18 to 24. Yeah. And then another thing that I look at is like little to no downtime. Mm -hmm. There's typically time for a warm up and a cool down as well. I know we don't always have time for a cool down, but I would say the, the perfect day, the yep. prototypical day would be one that we have a good warm up. We have that 18 to 24 minute workout with that nice mix of movements. And then we have time for a cool down and in 45 minutes, you've done a lot. You've had an amazing day and uh, you know, hopefully you're ready to take on anything life throws at you. Right? You're living life to the fittest. Isn't that a thing now? Yeah, it See? is. Oh, man. <laughs> Had to. Hashtag. Hashtag living life to the fittest. TM. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.